It's great to see all of you today. Um, I know most of you here. Uh, my name's Dan Peter. This is my wife, Kelly, and we're the student ministries pastors here at Victory. And um, I thank God for our pastors this morning and uh, consider it a high honor that uh, they would ask me to share. And so uh, I'm excited today because I do believe that God has a word for us this morning. I believe he has a word for you this morning. And uh, when Kelly, uh, Pastor Pam had texted Kelly and, 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 and said, felt to have me share this morning, Kelly told me in Blaze about a month ago. And, and right when she told me, I felt like I had the word for this morning. And, and so, you know, wherever that happens, then you want to check the Holy Spirit. And you're like, well, Lord, I ask you to develop that word and, and make it stronger. And I want to make sure it's from you. And, and so I do feel like it is a word from the Lord this morning for us. Amen. You know, oftentimes our ability to receive the word has a lot to do with the way that we approach the word. And so it's important that if you're here this morning, your eyes, your ears, your heart, your mind are open. You're in faith this morning. You're receptive to receive what God has for you. Amen. Let's all say, Father, my heart, my mind, they're open, receptive, receptive, hungry for more of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You know, um, the, the word this morning is you are valuable. Turn to the person next to you and tell them you are valuable. <laughs> Some of you here this morning, you don't fully comprehend your value. Some of you here this morning, you don't fully comprehend the value of the people that you interact with on a daily basis. Not only the people at work, your family, but uh, all the people that we see every day. And um, the days that we're living in today, I believe it's critical that you and I have a continual revelation. Everybody say continual revelation. Continual revelation, continual revelation of our value. And uh, just how valuable and how precious we are to our heavenly Father, and um, and and it's important that that this revelation is not only this morning, but that it's continual. And uh, say to your neighbor again, if you would, you are valuable. Yeah. Say, I am valuable. I heard about a uh, conversation between some one dollar bills. And a hundred dollar bill. Justin, I told you to stick around. Where is he? He left. And uh, the one dollar bills were talking to the hundred dollar bill. And actually, it was just one of them. Started out with one. And he said, uh, You're worthless. Uh, you're not worth anything. You look different from me. And then he got his friends together, and uh, he said, Man, look at those fat zeros on you. You're ugly. You're worthless. You're not worth anything. And they continued day after day to tell the $100 bill he was worthless, that he wasn't worth anything. And um, the, uh, the 100 heard this so many times, he began to believe it. He began to internalize that he was less valuable than these guys. 
And um, Matthew eight thirteen, Jesus said, "As you have believed." So it will be done for you. In Proverbs 23, 7, King Solomon says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is that man. It's so important how you view yourself and how you see yourself. You need to recognize and understand that you are valuable. Amen? Well, the dollar bills went out and they got some friends. And along came a quarter. And the quarter started talking to the hundred. And he said, you're worthless. I'm shiny. You're not shiny. You're just, you're worthless paper. I'm made of metal, shiny metal. And, and then along came a penny. He said, you're a different color than I am. You're obviously worth less than I am. We're different. Well, for one thing, we can't get along because we're so different. Right? And one thing's for sure, you're worth less than me because I'm much shinier than you are. Well, and then along came an orange sticky note, a piece of paper, and the orange sticky note. Oh, there's my son who never talks. There's there, the orange sticky note. What did, he, what did he say? Bright, shiny, look at me. Yeah, he said, I'm bright and shiny. Look at me. He said, I'm valuable. Well, this guy heard this so much, right? And so he began to internalize what these other things were saying to him, and he began to believe it. And so, you know, some of you in life, you've been abused, you've been mistreated, you've been spoken harshly to, some people haven't cared about you like they should have cared about you, and so you see yourself like this. Whereas the truth... The truth is you're valuable. Not because of what they said. You're valuable because of who you are. And who made you. And the price that's been paid for you. That's what makes you valuable. Amen. We got an amazing single mom here this morning. Has six beautiful children. I'm so glad she's back. And uh, there you go. Merry Christmas. Amen. Amen. After Blaze the other night, okay, after Blaze, I've worked all day, ministered to the kids. I'm worn out, right? I'm ready to go home and take a nap. And she's like, kids, I got to go home, got to go to work tonight. So that's awesome. Amen. Give her another hand. She's doing a wonderful job. Has beautiful children. Regardless of what others say, regardless of what others do, it does not change the value of the $100 bill. Amen? It doesn't matter how it's been mistreated. doesn't matter how others look at it. It's valuable because of who made it. Right? The creator got to decide what it was worth. Amen? This morning, um, well, before we go there, it, it's also important that the $100 bill doesn't get puffed up, right? That the $100 bill doesn't begin to look down on, on these guys. We all know what that looks like. 
The $100 bill doesn't need to get puffed up with pride, see himself as better than others. It's very important that you and I have a continual revelation of our true value. And the revelation of our true value can only be found in the light of God's word. It's the only source of true value. It's the only source of truth where you and I can discover our value, regardless of the color of our skin, regardless of our differences, regardless of of how much money we make, regardless of where we were born or our family history or our past successes or our past failures. That's not what determines our value. Our value is determined by the one who made us. Amen. It's very important that you and I live in a continual revelation of our value. I want to give you four keys this morning to understanding God's standards of value and the way that he looks at us. Number one, you and I are valuable because we were created by God himself. He is our creator. Amen. He is our creator. You know, all across America tomorrow, um, classrooms all across America, Seventh and eighth grade students, it's where they'll start hearing about it, probably earlier than that nowadays, but they'll really start hearing about it in seventh and eighth grade from well-meaning science teachers. They're going to tell them that their great, 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 great grandfather was a monkey. That's what they're teaching our children, right? All across America. So how could a young person feel that they have any value if they think their great, 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 great grandfather is a monkey? It's, it's, a, it's a lie of the devil that he has perpetrated on our culture. Amen. We've got to get the truth out. Young people need to know that they were created by a creator. Amen. That he has a plan and a purpose in mind for their life. He's created them. With the destiny in mind. And, uh, you know, we have opposable thumbs like monkeys, not because we have a common ancestor. We have some similarities because we have a common designer. (laughs) Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Kenneth Hagin, um, he had seen some visions and, 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 uh, of, of, of demons and they're small, impish, monkey like creatures. Well, isn't that convenient that the devil would force this lie on our culture to make us think we came from little monkey impish like things when the truth is you and I were made in the image of God. If you could throw up Genesis 1 26, Genesis 1 26, then God said, let us God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let man have dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and he said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion on the earth. Amen? God has created us to have dominion. We've been made in his image. Right? Yes, we're supposed to... um, We hear a lot of news about um, 
global warming and, and, and protecting the environment and, and respecting um, uh, animals and caring for animals. Well, of course we want to take care of the environment. Of course it's important. Of course we want to take care of animals. But we're, we've been created with dominions. The rest of the creation was created to serve us. Amen? God has made you and I in his image. We've been created to have dominion and rule on the earth. Amen? <clears throat> don't look at your neighbor and see if they look like a monkey because, you know, Todd's not here. I can't pick on him. <laughs> so number one, you and I are, are valuable because of our creator, because of who created us. Amen. And it's amazing to me. He created us in his image. Number two, you are valuable because of the price that's been paid for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20 says, Do you not know, do you not realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. There's a, a song that we've, we've sung for years, and, and um, one of the lines, it says, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. I have to confess to you, for, for the, about the last five years, every time that, song's come up, that song comes up, I change the words. And I say, I'm glad I know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross, because I believe the victory comes in the knowing. The victory comes in the, the revelation. The victory comes in the understanding of the price that's been paid. We do know the price that's been paid for our sin. I, I appreciate the heart behind the song. I understand what he was saying, you know, that, that what Jesus did for us, you know, and how big it was. I understand the motive behind the song, but it's also important the words that we speak are powerful. Amen. And so I'm glad I know. Everybody say, I'm glad I know how much it cost. Amen. Ephesians chapter two, verses four through six says, God is rich in mercy. Uh, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in sin. He made us alive together with Christ. For by grace you have been saved. He raised us up together. He made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. When you and I realize the price that's been paid for us, suddenly our net worth goes up. Amen? And First uh, Peter, listen to this. First Peter 1, 18 and 19. Knowing that you were not redeemed or you were not purchased with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. You and I were not redeemed of ourselves. This is a gift of God and the gift of God's salvation. The gift that God gave us to have relationship with him was not cheap. Amen. He found the most precious thing he could find. And he said, all the silver on the planet cannot compare to it. All the gold cannot compare to the value of his blood. Amen. 
And he said, my blood is, is worth it for you. You are worth the blood of Jesus. That's your value. Amen. Say, I'm valuable. It's inconsequential what the rest of the creation says about me. I know what the creator says about me. Amen. It's inconsequential based on how the rest of the creation treats me. I know how the creator views me. Amen. Everybody say, I'm valuable. I'm made in his image. He paid a high price to have fellowship with me. Amen. All the gold in the world, all the oil in the world, all the valuable real estate in the world cannot compare to your value. A great price was paid for you. All those things are corruptible. An incorruptible price was paid for you and me. The blood of Jesus contained the very life of God. And he was willing to shed that blood to have relationship with you and me, to be close, to redeem us, to purchase us back into sonship with him, back into relationship. You are worth the blood of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 5, verses 7 and 8 says, For scarcely for a righteous man would one die. Yet perhaps for a good man... Someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this than to lay down his life for his friends. God paid a heavy price for us. Amen. Number one, you are valuable because of who created you. Number two, you're valuable because we know the price that's been paid. And it was a heavy price. Number three, you are valuable because of the position into which you were placed when you gave Jesus lordship over your life. Ephesians chapter 2, 5 and 6 says, Even when we were dead in trespasses, He made us alive together with Christ, for by grace you have been saved. And He raised us up together, and He made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, that's today, in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. You and I have been given a spiritual position. It starts on the inside and it manifests on the outside. Amen? 1 John 3.1. We're, we're going to pray in a little bit. And uh, if you need a breakthrough, you don't, uh, don't come up yet, but if you're gonna, we're going to pray in, in a little bit. And if, if you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, Amen. I want to pray and agree with you this morning. Maybe it's uh, uh, you need healing in your body. Maybe it's a situation in your finances. You just need wisdom. Maybe it's wisdom in your finances. Maybe you just absolutely need a supernatural breakthrough. Maybe you just need a way out. Maybe it's a situation at work, a situation in your family, a relationship. I want to pray and agree later that the God of the breakthrough would come through for you. Amen. Number three, you are valuable this morning 
because of the position in which you've been placed. 1 John 3, 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. <laughs> Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Don't get into the trap of comparing yourself to other people. Don't get into the trap of comparing yourself to other members of the creation. Amen? Look to the true source. Look to the creator and get this continual revelation of your value and your worth from the one who created you. The one who knit you in your mother's womb. The one who thought about you before you were born. Get your worth from him. Amen? God has made you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're a treasure. Say, I'm a treasure. Amen. The fourth, fourth key to recognizing and understand our, our value to God, it's so important that you and I have this revelation of it because it's going to affect the way we see other people. And the way that we treat other people. Because if we don't have an, uh, a revelation of how valuable other people are, then we'll treat them according to, our, according to the way we, we might see them. We treat them according to our differences. We might tr treat them in a certain way based on what they can do for us. Or how they can please us. It's very important we understand the value of people. That's why our culture needs Jesus. Because without Jesus, our culture is going to devalue people. You can also um, recognize how valuable we are to God when you can look at what it takes to separate us from his love. You're probably like us. You have some things that are more valuable to you than other things. Maybe some things that have been passed down in your family, some different things like that, and, and you hold those things dear. They're precious. And um, I was newly married. We have some things like that, and uh, some of them maybe passed down. And so some things that were my dad's or grandfather's, and so you look at the, you hold those things, you know, they're more valuable to you. And so you think, well, yeah, those things, I don't know if they're priceless, but if they're important to me. It would take a lot to separate me from those things. Well, we have some other things, you know, like uh, some, I was, we were newly married and um, I had just started uh, working here in uh, Lafayette, uh, 1991 at uh, INB National Bank. And uh, I was about two weeks into the job. And I got invited to an auction. And my wife had no idea the adventure she was in store for um, being married to me. But um, so that was, that was the first of many auctions. And so I'm not allowed to go to auctions anymore. And um, it's a true story. Or at least she'll pray over me for like 10 minutes before I go to an auction. But so this was the first one and uh, we were newly married and, and we went to this auction and I was at the table and I was trying to look like a big shot because, you know, I was with the president and the chairman of the board and then another senior person in senior leadership. And uh, we had about five hundred and ten dollars to our name, probably less than that. And uh, we went to this auction. 
right? And uh, there was big money flying around. People were bidding. It was, it was raising money for the hospital, not a children's hospital, a hospital, because the doctors needed more money. Hey, doctors in here this morning? No? Okay. We love you. You're valuable. Okay. But, but it was an auction so the doctors could get more money. So anyway, yeah. I got all caught up, all right? So I'm a little competitive with those types of situations. Um, it's not a good thing. But uh, so uh, anyway, long story short, um, along came a painting, and, and um, yeah, I paid $500 for it. <laughs> we still have it, and it's in the basement. <laughs> so I paid a lot for it, but it's not very valuable to me, <laughs> Right. So 20 years later, you thought I would have learned my lesson, right? Um, I had many auctions over the years and different things and fundraisers. And, and so um, then I got invited to play at a uh, with golf with at a Drew Brees fundraiser. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> Sorry. So I got invited to play golf at a Drew Brees fundraiser. And so... Uh, after we played golf, right, I got to touch him, put my arm on his shoulder, and uh, took a picture with him. And so then he was like from me to Kelson, right? And uh, he's, it's, uh, up until that point, everything, like they had just auctioned a jersey for like $2,000. They had auctioned a game day experience where you go and get to be on the sideline and all that kind of stuff. And there was like, they were paying thousands for it, right? And, and so it was actually for his foundation. So I think he does some good things. So maybe that was okay. But anyway, so it came along to this football. That's the next item signed by Drew Brees and then three other members of the New Orleans Saints. Right. And so the bidding starts at 500. Right. And I'm thinking, man, the jersey just went for 2000. Right. This thing's going to go for a lot. I want to get in the mix here. I don't really want to buy it, but I want to get in the mix just to kind of have, Hey, Drew, eye contact. Woo. I am your bidder, my man. So who gave me 500? I got you 500, Drew. Silence. No other bids. I got the football to this day. So we've made some boneheaded decisions over the years and bought some stupid things. We've paid some money. Those things aren't necessarily valuable. So I say all of that. So I don't go to auctions anymore, do I? I don't think. No, we did go out at the school. I said, I got a great deal on this one, honey. It was a Bose wireless receiver, right? This thing. That was last year, 300 bucks. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure these things are like five, six, seven hundred bucks. Got home, Googled it, $200. <laughs> That's a true story. That was the latest. No more auctions. We can get a further revelation of our value when we see what it would take to separate us from God's love. And uh, he lays it out for us very clearly in Romans 8.38. He said, I'm persuaded. Faith, you're home. Here's the verse. Right? Welcome back. Good to have you. Give faith a hand this morning. <laughs> Keep those updates coming from South Africa. Awesome. Romans 8:38. God said, "I am persuaded that neither death nor life, not angels, 
not principalities nor powers, not things present, not things to come, not height, not depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. We're valuable. You're very valuable. Death, life, angels, demons, height, depth. We're valuable. Amen. He said, none of these things can separate you from my love when you're in Christ Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus. He'll erase your past. He'll give you a bright future. And nothing can separate you from my love when you're in him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You and I can fully love others only when we have a revelation of our value. And when we understand the value that God places on other people. Amen? We need to see people as precious. Every interaction with other people. It's an opportunity to impact God's precious creation. Regardless of color. Regardless of rich. Regardless of poor. Amen? See people as precious. See people as valuable. We have to be the ones to start this. Amen? To continue it. We were at the uh, Purdue basketball game yesterday. I thank God for my friend Jeff. He's so kind. He's given me so many great tickets over the years to different Purdue events. And uh, yesterday we were on the fifth row uh, right behind the University of New Mexico. They had a kid there, seven foot one from Juba, South Sudan, which is where Pastor Bill lands when they land in Juba and then drive to the uh, the Dreamland Children's Home. But uh, it was just awesome seeing that that young man there, knowing that he was from Juba. His legs, he was seven foot one, must have weighed 108 pounds because his legs were as skinny as my wrists. It's amazing. I don't know how they didn't break. But... They were doing okay as long as he was in the game. He got in foul trouble, then they put their seven-foot Russian in. And then the seven-foot Russian got in foul trouble, and then they were really in trouble. And then they had number 23, who was like further down the bench, right? And so um, we had, uh, and so he went in, didn't do very well, came out. And so then the people behind us, I think they recognized he was not their best player. And so they started yelling, put 23 in. He's horrible. Put 23 in. This is probably not church appropriate. Pastor Bill's not here. Put 23 in. He sucks. He sucks. 23's terrible. He's horrible. Put 23 in. I know we love sports in this country, but we're, we're called to do things much differently. Amen? That young man has value. I don't care if he's not as good as the 7-foot Russian or the 7-foot one young man from South Sudan. Amen. People have value. Every person that we interact with has tremendous value. Some people struggle their entire life looking for recognition from other people. From other members of the creation, they're scrapping, they're scraping, they're fighting, they're struggling, they're trying to look good in front of others because they're looking for a sense of value in the eyes of others. They're constantly comparing themselves to other people and they'll never find their purpose in that. 
They'll never have a sense of fulfillment and contentment because they won't ever truly understand their value. Amen? We can only look to the source. (laughs) There's a seventh grader with a white bow on his hair back there. Yes. Give him a hand. Where's his mom? There's his mom right there. There you go. I used to count the ceiling tiles when I was in seventh grade in church. 108 in First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, Rochester, Indiana. I counted them a thousand times. I did. But they weren't talking about Jesus. I wish they would have. Our value is in Christ. And the recognition of our value allows you and I to remain humble at the same time while having confidence in in, in God. Amen. Um, Because if we place too much importance on our performance or, or we place our value based on how good we've been or how bad we've been, if we place our value on us, then we're going to get prideful or we're going to get depressed. The only way to truly have an accurate view of our value is to see it in the light of God's word and the revelation of Jesus Christ in our hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. I think you guys can come up if you want. Amen. Oh, there, there is another page. It's all stuck together. Again, just to summarize, get a continual revelation of our value. One, we know you're valuable because God created you. Number two, we know you're valuable because he paid an amazing price for you. Number three, we know you're valuable because he's placed you in a a high spiritual position in Christ. He's given you dominion. And number four, we know you're valuable because he said there's nothing that can separate you from my love. Not your mistakes, not your successes, not your failures. When you're in Christ Jesus, nothing can separate you from my love. This, uh, you know, this revelation of the truth of God's word at the leading of the Holy Spirit, the revelation of Jesus. This is what sets us apart as Christians. You know, Islam has passionate followers. Very passionate. We've got to be more than passionate followers of Christ. There's there's a lot of Christians that are passionate, but I don't see them placing value on people. Followers of Islam are very passionate, but they have no value in people. And so as long as you think exactly like they think, then they'll place value in you. We have to be different. We have to see value in people even when they don't think like we think. We have to see value in people even when they irritate us. We have to see value in people when they're very different from us. Amen? That's what makes us different. This is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. He transforms our heart. 
He gives us this, his heart to see people like he sees people. Amen. As precious, as a treasure, as valuable. Some of you, this is easier for you than other people. Some of you have personalities where you're more, um, what's it called? More introverted, perhaps. But even with an introverted personality, it's very important that we see the value of other people. Amen? And that we have our eyes open to see people the way God sees them. Amen? Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus because in Jesus, you and I can comprehend our value. And we can comprehend the value of all people. When we understand how precious people are to God, every interaction we have with people will be special. We'll see people as precious. We'll see people as valuable. Hallelujah. Let's all stand up this morning. We're just going to worship for a couple of minutes. If you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, I want to pray with you this morning. And so uh, all across the room this morning, let's all bow our heads. First of all, before we pray for breakthroughs, I want to pray for you this morning. If, if you feel like you're far from God, maybe you're here this morning and you've turned away from God. Maybe you're here this morning and uh, maybe you once... Uh, had asked Jesus into your heart, made Jesus Lord of your life, but you recognize you're in a place uh, in your life where you're not uh, putting him first place in your life. All across the room this morning, you're here this morning. You say, that's me. My life is not right. Maybe you're here this, you're here this morning and you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. It starts there. The revelation of your value starts right there. To open your heart to the light of God's love, the amazing price that was paid. It starts there to recognize your value. So all across the room this morning, if you're here and you've never done that, or if you did it in the past, but you recognize you're far from God this morning, you know your life is not right. Today's the day. You're here, you're here for this reason. God wants to share his love with you. He wants you to understand how valuable you are. He wants you to know he sees you as precious, that you're a treasure to him. So all across the room this morning, if that's you, could you slip your hand up in the air and we will pray with you this morning. Anybody here? Amen. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Anybody else? Okay. Let's uh, going to pray for breakthroughs this morning. If you're here, as we begin to worship, you'd just like us to agree with you in prayer for a breakthrough in any area of your life. Breakthrough in, <clears throat> I think we, we could all say that, yeah, I need a breakthrough in my finances. 
I need more of this or more of that or whatever. But if, if you just, you really need a breakthrough this morning, then want to pray and agree with you. You need a, a, a healing in your body, situation in a relationship, a situation uh, at work, or if you're needing a job, or a situation in your family, or uh, we want to agree with you this morning. So let's come down to the altar this morning, if that's you, as we begin to worship. And uh, Kelly and I and Kelson and Hannah, and we'll just pray and agree this morning in Jesus' name for breakthrough. Amen. Let's pray together. What's your name? This is Ashley. Amen. We're so glad you're here. Amen. How many months are you pregnant? Eight months. Wonderful. Let's pray for Ashley this morning, okay? Say, my father. Ashley, I'll have you repeat after me, okay? Say, my father. Thank you so much for sending Jesus. An awesome price you paid for me. Say, I have sinned. I've made mistakes. This morning, Father, I thank you for your love for me. I receive your love. I receive your forgiveness. Thank you for your wonderful grace that's on my life. I receive it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Let's just worship for a couple minutes, amen.
Let's just enjoy His presence. Amen? Just receive His love for you this morning. Amen? Be refreshed these next few minutes as we pray. If you feel you can stretch your hands out together and agree with us in Jesus' name. No one. 
Y'all receive that word today? Amen. Amen. Let's go out with a powerful confession, okay? Say, I am valuable. I am created in the image of God himself. I have dominion. I am God's child. Jesus' blood paid the price for my sin. I've been raised up together with Christ. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ. That was a long one, sorry. Nothing can separate me from God's love. Say, His love, it's amazing for me. I have the victory. Victory over sin. Victory over addiction. Victory over fear. Victory over death. My future is bright. bright. Say, my future's bright. bright. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give God a hand this morning. Amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week.